Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. It's Tuesday, and so we get to turn to one of my favorite people on planet Earth, Katie McFarland, uh, the civilian equivalent to a four-star general when she was at the Pentagon. Multiple administrations she has advised, and she continues to offer advice, even working on a piece for foxnews.com as we speak. Katie, always good to have you with us. Um, There's this document that got leaked um this week and victoria coates posted it on her twitter you reposted it with some cogent commentary as always but it basically um outlined a relationship of the biden administration and holding on to known elements of ukrainian corruption quote to show solidarity with kiev and avoid giving fuel to a small number of Republican lawmakers critical of U.S. military and economic aid for Ukraine. Um, that's that's not exactly cavorting with the enemy, but it sure does seem to be cavorting against the American people, in my mind. Yeah, we're to the point where every American household has already given $1,000 to Ukraine, and there's been very little accountability of where all this money has gone. Um, the problem is that whether it's the Biden administration or, you know, the neocons or a lot of other people, they've said, look, you only have two choices. You're either all in and you give everything to Ukraine that they need and you're going to do it indefinitely. There's no clear path to victory, but you're a bad guy if you don't do that. Or on the other hand, if you um, if you don't give every uh, Ukraine everything and you pull out, well, then you're giving turning Russia over to have domination over Ukraine and probably all of Europe. So those are two extreme and lousy options. There's a middle option, which nobody seems to have figured out, except probably President Trump, is that if you can have American energy be reproducing again, like it was during the Trump administration, our energy producers can produce oil and natural gas much cheaper than anybody else in the world can. And then we can set the global price, um, cut it in half, And then we bankrupt Russia. Russia can't afford to fight. But right now, if the Biden administration is saying, well, we know that they're really corrupt, we probably know that they can't win. There was a Pentagon document not too long ago that leaked saying that there's no clear path to victory, that the Ukrainian spring offensive didn't work. They weren't going to retake ground. So you've got an administration which says, well, we don't want the American people to know that Ukraine is really corrupt. Number two, we don't want the American people to know that Ukraine probably can't win. But anyway, give us all the money and all the stuff. I mean, to me, it just is absolutely irresponsible. And it's foreign policy malpractice in the incompetence of it. But it's also malpractice to the American people. You and I were talking about this off air before we went on, but there seems to be a real sense of extremism in Ukraine policy. And you're seeing it a little bit in the uh, minor league debates that keep getting held for the GOP. But um, it's either you're Matt Gates or you're Mike Pence. You're like uh, never another dime for Ukraine, period, or uh, give them everything they ask for, especially weaponry. And, you know, we'll support them because freedom is on the line, blah, blah, blah. Um, I, you and I have talked quite a bit about probably much more effective means in terms of not just winning the war in Ukraine, but having a position of strength globally. What should America be doing? Well, if we really wanted to be a global leader, we would stop throwing away trillions of dollars on these forever wars, which do nothing for us. 
Uh, and we would take those trillions of dollars and do a couple of things. Well, we could rebuild our infrastructure. We could rebuild our education system. We could double our R&D budget so that we would then have a focus on being able to keep the technological lead uh, that is eroding. We would really invest in artificial intelligence and quantum computing. We would invest in a 5G network, but we're not doing any of those things. Instead, we're kind of squandering it. You know, if you could think, Kevin, of how many trillions of dollars we've spent on these forever wars, Afghanistan, Iraq, now Ukraine, and it's, it's, who knows even how many trillion, it's probably five, six, seven, eight trillion dollars. What could that have done for America if we had spent it at home, said so we could have just easily secured our southern border and we would be, we could easily have rebuilt our military so that we would maintain the technological edge over our adversaries. I mean, one, one thing, you and I have talked about this, there's something called a hypersonic missile. Yeah. The Chinese have developed it. The Russians, North Korea has it and China North has Korea, it. They got it. They got it. Got it. Got it. We can't do it. Somehow or other, the hypersonic missiles have not gotten off the drawing board of the United States military or our defense contractors. That is criminal that we have let this really technology of the future that's going to be a game changer in the Pacific. We have somehow had a missile gap. We, the United States of America, we think of ourselves as the technological leaders of the world, and we're not. We're throwing it away and we're losing it. And that's what makes me the maddest. If we really wanted to be a world and global leader, fix that technological lead. We've got the people who invent the stuff. We just have to let them do it. Yeah. And for people that are listening that are wondering, um, the hypersonic missile uh, can be launched basically from anywhere in Asia and strike anywhere from um, the tip of Maine to the uh, southern tip of Florida uh, with pretty good precision flying faster than what our current defenses can pick up. So if that doesn't scare you, I guess we don't have much to worry about, but that's a pretty (laughs) frightful picture, KT. And it's our, it's our enemies that have it. Yeah. And I mean, it's not only do they have it and we don't have it. So therefore you have no deterrence against them, but we have no defense against it either. So we're kind of sitting ducks for this one kind of weapon system. And that's not even talking about the other ways that the Chinese have and, and others um, have cyber capabilities against us that we can't defend against. They're moving into the Arctic. We're not doing that. They're moving into, we're not doing that either. And to, again, the United States, between our entrepreneurial abilities, between our technological abilities, between our fix it, invent it, create it abilities, we can we out, we outrank all these guys. We could we run circles around all these people, and yet we're not letting our entrepreneurs, our inventors, our creators do the job that they can do. So let me ask you, in just a practical final couple of minutes with you here, the election is obviously looming. Right now, it appears that it's going to be Biden versus Trump in a second go round. Do you believe that? the 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 trump team would attack this from day one and immediately unleash the creative research-based ingenuity that it would take to because i feel like every day that we don't begin these programs that we are we are just waiting for the next 9-11 we're just waiting for the next you know nuclear bomb to go off uh, quite possibly literally in an american city yeah, I think Trump would do it on day one. I think that DeSantis, others have talked about it as well. But 
You know, yeah, I, I do think President Trump has shown that he's a, he's anti-regulation. I just don't know of many things that are more important than securing our border and getting our defenses ready, because China has said they are going to come for us. Yeah. I mean, duh. Iran. We now know Iran has been gunning for us for 40 years. Um, it, it just to me, it, it again, do you really take an oath of office as president of the United States and say you're going to defend the American people and our way of life? Or, or, or are you trying to do something else? And I do believe President Trump, because he understood he was the one who talked about energy dominance. It yep. bankrupts your adversaries. It fixes yep. America's economy. It's good for the environment. And it forces our adversaries, whether it's in the Middle East or Russia or even China, to treat us very differently. Bankrupts them and enriches us. I don't see why we can't seem to follow these policies that is and on kt you always make the most cogent statement just before we end um thank you as always for being with us pleasure and an honor you you got it kevin mccullough coming right back don't go away